This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another mm-hmm. edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Jack Fritz! <laughs> I, like, I don't even know what to say. Six straight... Like six nothing today. I, I, I like. What do I say, Jack? What is this team? One week they're the best team I've ever seen. The next week they're the worst team I've ever seen. They got Matt Veerling going out having four hit games. They score more runs when we lose Reese Hoskins and everyone's hurt. Like, I, there's no rhyme or reason, Jack. I I I I can't believe it. Six straight. They, they own the national soul, Jack. No team has ever owned another team's soul more than they own the national soul. All they do is let the nationals take giant leads, and then they say, <laughs> watch this. I, I don't even know what to say, Jack. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Once there was a silly old aunt. Oh, what a beautiful day. Beautiful time. Everything's great. I have no idea, James. I, you and uh, I, you and <laughs> what, I, what is this? You and I are both, and the listeners of this podcast, you beautiful, beautiful people. This lineup should not be scoring the amount of runs. <laughs> it's, it's, like, I mean, what? It's like seven, seven and one twelve in the last seven games. Like six times they've scored seven dude, runs, and, it, and then a twelve spot. And, and the least, twelve spot was the worst lineup. The twelve spot was the Veerling and Bonifacio, and uh, like just like I mean, again, like Jorge Bonifacio, like yes. didn't even know who that guy was the first time he played a game for the Phillies. Jack, well, I, it's, just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's so I have no idea how to explain it. But obviously, the easiest way to explain it is that the Nationals are a Triple A team. I mean, that's yes, the, the, yes, the, yes. boiling it down to the simplest fact of the matter <laughs> is that the Nationals and D-backs are just downright atrocious. Um, yes, James, I got a question for you to start off this. Podcast. Oh, right, right off the top. Yes, I like it. Okay, all right. By the way, real quick, actually, before we get to the question, okay. obviously, like. Thoughts and prayers with everyone in yes, the area. Yes. If you're listening to this right now and you were affected or know someone who was affected or whatever, I know that Jack and I, we were for the most part really lucky with where we were in this storm. And obviously a lot of people were not. So just definitely thinking about everyone out there. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, a lot of tough stuff that people are dealing with. And um, we're just thinking about, yeah. And, you know, hopefully we can raise some spirits today just like the Phillies did today by raising some people's spirits. Yeah, well the the first five game five first five innings of the game didn't happen. Like that's just a fact. Um <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um so let me ask you this. Yes, please. If you needed one out from your bullpen, are you choosing oh, this Nationals bullpen or last year's Phillies bullpen? So it's so funny cuz I was trying to explain to Emily the fact that the Phillies became the first team in the history of baseball to win seven games against one team in a season where they, where they trailed by three runs or more at some point in the game. And I, like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, so basically what I'm saying is the nationals bullpen is absolutely horrendous. Like that's really the only way to read this, that uh, it's a great question, Jack. I think like, <laughs> I, I what do I say? I know. Last year's, I think I still take this. No. Well, here's the question. Here's the question. Is this Nationals bullpen facing the Phillies? Because in that case, 
Obviously, I would definitely not take them. But are they this bad against everyone, Jack? It's unbelievable. Dude, I don't know, man. But that Thompson guy, every time he comes in, I'm like, oh, here's at least three <laughs> three it's runs. Just, it's ridiculous. And and the funniest part is like Paolo Espino. Ugh. It, they're like hurling 87-mile-per-hour fastballs over the heart of the plate. Terrible. Like, the Phillies can't hit this guy. But then all of a sudden, it's like, let's go to work when this the horrendous bullpen comes in. It's unbelievable. I think I, think I have a nickname for the Phillies. You ready? Oh, buddy. Is it the yo-yo? Is it the roller coaster? Is it the uh, the enigma? What do you got? Tell me if you've ever heard this. I, I I think it's brand new. I think it's original. I don't think this has ever been used for a uh, a certain you know team or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. the comeback kids. Oh, well, I, first of all, never heard it before. Really? That is wholly, wholly original. Um, I mean... I kind of think you're a genius for coming up with that on your own, buddy. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking you're the dad or the cardiac kids. I, I mean, how has no one done this before? Right. It's so obvious. Yeah. I, I feel like an idiot myself for not thinking of this. Yeah, but maybe put it on a shirt. But official <laughs> nickname of the 2021 Phils, the comeback kids. Especially when they're playing the Nationals. Especially when they're playing the Nationals. Parentheses on the shirt right below. That'll be a nice little addendum to it. Also, another another nickname I was thinking of is Harper and maybe Segura McCutcheon and the kids. Yeah. I mean, uh, remember the whole like spawn insane and pray for rain? It's Harper and Segura and Kutch and pray for not much or whatever. Wow. That rhymes. That rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, buddy. Look at that. Who's hotter? Uh, the Phillies. Who's, who's hotter? Hot the Phillies. Yeah. I, I mean, nobody. Jack, how about this? How about the fact that, like, the entirety of the time we've been doing this podcast until this season, we never had the Phillies win six games in a row, and they've done it twice in a month? Like, what, what is that? How about that alone is such a ridiculous, and I know horrible teams, yeah. but still, like, this Phillies group had never been able to even against horrible teams been able to string together six straight in the entire time we've been doing this podcast now we're in the middle of two of them it's it it, they are the they are the most like enigma mystery impossible to to explain team that i remember jack i really mean this like again that lineup they put out the game they scored 12 runs in like just on paper because obviously they scored 12 runs so you know, the, the proof is in the pudding, I guess. But like on paper, that is the worst lineup I ever in my life remember seeing from a team that was competing for a playoff spot in late August. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, can you ever remember? Veerling and Bonifacio and Marshawn and Torres. I mean, it's like you, you expect to see that lineup in, in, in Reading or Lehigh. Or spring training. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or right. literally spring training. It was it was yes, a spring yes. training lineup. That's yes, what that was. Yes, I mean, it was yes. it wasn't even like it was so, it was the most unserious lineup I had seen from a competitive team in my life. Freddie Segura, Harper, Kutch, yeah. Bonifacio, Torres, Veerling, <laughs> oh, Marshawn. That that team. You got to get Torres in that six hole if you can, buddy. I mean, oh, imagine. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? No, it's just it's ridiculous. That like. That again, and I know it's a Nationals, but it's like, wow, that they are just how they're winning these games, and like the, I haven't seen, I haven't seen this much ownage over a franchise since the 2018 and 2019 and 2020 Marlins over the Phillies. <laughs> yes, it is that level of domination, isn't it? It's a, you know, it's so point, nice. Jack. It's so nice to be on the opposite end of it for once. Oh, like, uh, I mean, yeah. How about like? 
like a, a player making a massive game losing devastating error yeah against the Phillies yeah. really crazy cool. concept. Sweet. like even I tweeted yeah. he, I, I tweeted I tweeted it feels like a loss today and I said to myself mm, it doesn't really feel like a loss like this is <laughs> this is what they do the comeback kids as coined by this podcast <laughs> yes for the first time ever yeah yeah I it is crazy because when they were down six nothing like I actually didn't think even even as out as I've been and annoyed and even with the lineup they have like I didn't think it was over like I really thought they had a real chance to come back because they were playing the Nationals which is crazy to think about it is I, I they're one and a half back right now Jack we <laughs> did a podcast talking about the season being over like a week and a half ago and and just the 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 swings do you ever remember a season with swings like this on on both ends the Braves now losing a bunch straight and the, the Phillies like back and forth like I don't ever remember this just dramatic of back and forth this late in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens when you play in a division as bad as this has been most of the year. Um, know. You know, this I know. is, I mean, like you look at the Rays, they'd be like 20 games back in that division or whatever. Yeah. But who cares? Both. Someone's got to win the division, you know? Yeah. You just got to play the teams that are in front of you also. But at the same time, like, they are only a game and a half out of the wild card, too. Or two. That's true. Like I think it might be two. It, yeah, it's, no, a game and a half as of right now. You're no, right. Well, no, right. I think it's two because they're two and a half out of the wild card heading into the Oh, yes, yes, duh. You're right. So it, I was right initially. Yes. It's two. But yes, like, so, correct. like, that that does, you know, it makes you feel a little bit better. It's not like it's not like winning last year's NFC East or whatever. Like, it's uh, right. I, they're I, not a they're not a disaster team. They're they're in. The, that's a great point. I think that's a fair point. Yeah, they're just, fine. you know, they're uh, we listen. I think here's where we all need to be as Phillies fans. They are frustrating. They are going to rip our hearts out, but they're fine. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna make us miserable. They're gonna do that, but they're also gonna do this where they beat up on bad teams. They beat up on the Nationals and they keep it in it. Like at no point is this season really gonna be over. Like it's not ever really gonna be over um, until possibly the last day of the year. So um, it's just it's a, it's a roller coaster. You got to keep riding it. It's okay to ride the lows because. They do feel really low. Um, yeah, yeah, you could say that, buddy. <laughs> well, you're questioning your whole entire like, why do I even follow this team? Like, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I think that's perfectly fair. That's perfectly I mean, allowed. They won eight straight and then got swept by the oh. Diamondbacks in Arizona. It's unbelievable. Like that is such a absurd tur- turn of events. Like the Diamondbacks are horrible. Yeah, we don't talk about that Diamondback series. Yeah, like I just it didn't it didn't happen. But I mean, think about it. If they win that series, they're in first place. If they sweep them, you know. <sighs> Um, if they if they, <laughs> if they miss the playoffs because of that Diamondback series, I'm gonna I know. lose my. I know. Well, I think you made a good point. Look, they're gonna be in it, and and I I feel like it as I say it and as I heard you say it, like a I, I like a pit in my stomach where I'm yeah. like, do I want to even say this? Because like, how many times have we said this stuff all year and it's gone back and forth? But I do think it's. I mean, look, optimism like optimistic wise, like yes, the Braves have an easy schedule too, but it's not as easy as the Phillies. The Phillies only have two series left against winning teams. Like the series against the Brewers next week. And then the series at the end of the season against Atlanta, like that's it, Jack. Like those are the only two series they have against winning teams. And like they get Colorado here, Colorado, one of the worst road teams in baseball. The Braves are about to play four games in Colorado. Crazy enough. The Rockies, Along with the Giants, the two best home records in baseball. They're like the freaking Giants at home, and they're they're the Diamondbacks on the road. So like that's a swing for the Phillies. The the uh, Braves still have another series with the Giants left. They have another series with the Padres left. Mm. Like you know, like it is. 
if you want to go schedule like and a Phillies team, we, we when we did the whole schedule thing and you I thought it was a very stupid point of time. You said, hey, it doesn't really matter because they don't beat the teams they're supposed to. Like right now, the only teams they're beating are the bad teams. So like this schedule could shake out really, really nicely, man. Yeah. Listen, honestly, I'm just going to go, you know, inside my brain here for a second. Oh, dangerous place to be. Dude, when you said the Braves have the Giants and the Padres left, like I started, you know, I started thinking about, <laughs> I started thinking about like, you know, uh, a packed Citizens Bank Park with rally towels for, for, for oh, the division buddy. series. Oh, Listen, buddy. I'm not one to throw Need. out. I mean, just we had that Mets series and that was like. Like one tenth of what that place could be. It just was the first time in so long it's been good. Like, how special did that feel? I was there. It was unbelievable. I like, I just, it was the greatest. It was the greatest. It was literally the greatest. And, like, dude, I got to be honest, James, this is going to be a fun month. It's going to be excruciating. It's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be, again, there's going to be lows, there's going to be highs. But, man, we have legitimate, legitimate playoff baseball, like, atmosphere. For the next month. And, like, it, honestly, James, if I said before the season that starting September you're going to be a game and a half behind the Braves heading into it, you would take that, right? Yeah, especially if you told me you'd be a game and a half back in the midst of a six-game win streak. <laughs> I like, mean, I mean, they could be a game back tonight. Like, again, they're playing the juggernaut home Rockies tonight. Right, right. They are. With with player of the month, C.J. Crone. That was totally deserving and definitely shouldn't have gone to Bryce Harper. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Harper didn't get it? Nope. CJ Crone did. Oh. That's bad news for the NL East, baby. Yeah, buddy. Bad yeah, news for the NL East. Has a player ever won MVP with never winning player of the month? I don't I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but it would it's unlikely. And man, I mean, for like we talked about it, but I mean the the credit that Bryce gets for this, because we've, you know, I think a lot of people in Philly have dogged him at times, and certainly some more than others. But we've dogged his leadership. We've dogged, you know, kind of needing him to really throw the team on his back. And when you see these lineups, Jack, and <laughs> and even if – and first of all, he has been producing like every single night. But even just his presence in the lineup is like the only thing that the other team has to fear. And he's still getting hits. He's still knocking pitches out of the ballpark. Like the fact that he sees – they should be like bonding him, you know? Like it should be like one pitch a game that he could hit. Like I, I – it's been unbelievable what this guy, I know we said it last pod, but it just, he's batting over 300 again. Like this guy is just carrying a, a really bad lineup right now. Like he is the heart of this. He is the, the, the engine, the force, the driving force. And I mean, if he can carry this through the next month, especially if the Padres fade and they don't make the playoffs, Bryce Harper is going to win the MVP. Yes. Well, it, 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 honestly, it might come down to Freeman or him, like whoever wins the NL East. It, it could come down to Freeman. It's possible. Freeman I mean, or again, Harper. if if Tatis gets them to the wild card, if they like leap the Reds and have a good last month, and he's awesome, it could still be him. It's yeah. w- one of those three guys. The top three in MVP are going to be Harper, Tatis, and Freeman in some order. And I legitimately think th- these next twenty nine games, like the month of September, is going to decide it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, it's exciting time. too. Oh, what a we time! Got, we got a playoff run. We got an MVP run. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think I don't think Wheeler's winning the Cy Young. No, that that has been uh has been put to bed. Sadly, yeah, yeah. sadly, they he'll get, be a top five guy, and he's still an amazing season. But you made a great point, Jack. I mean, 
tell people what you notice about his innings. Oh yeah, he's thirteen innings away from his career high. Like, yeah. we gotta get this he's guy got, like, a breather. Six starts left this season. Yeah, so, we, you know, we seven starts. We gotta get him a breather. He gotta you gotta make sure that he's able to. You know, at this point, Wheeler has gotten to September. We got to get him through September. So, um, yeah, they got to figure out a way to to kind of give him a breather here or there. I know, like I know, like every game is important. I know that, but you also need him down the stretch run. So, you know that you know, hopefully they can kind of push him back in one of these starts and or you know whatever, make give him an extra day of rest so he's fully ready to go because you can you can kind of just tell that his legs look like they're a little bit tired. Yeah, he just hasn't looked the same recently. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. I, really, the holiday start is the only one of, you know, the last month plus or whatever where he's been totally unhittable, dominant guy. You know, otherwise, he's had really good spurts and he's had a, a couple of really good outings, but he's also had those outings where he runs into trouble. And, you know, certainly the last couple have been that way, too. So um, I think that'd be really smart. I, I mean, plus, I mean, you can't skip Matt Moore. I mean, anytime no. you can find an opportunity to slide Matt Moore in there, it is wild how they keep winning these Matt Moore yeah. games. I haven't kept track with the record like you were before, but again, that other one the other night, like Matt Moore is absolutely horrendous, like just stinks. And they, they win the game, they come back. So, um, and, and like in reality, I mean, like, look, honestly, I think what we saw today, like them coming back, is huge, but what what we saw earlier in the game, I want I want you to talk about this because I do think that the way this is shaping up, and and if this lineup can still smoke and mirrors it, and Bryce kind of carry him, and JT play first base, and Segura you know get back on you know, hot, and they can kind of find a way to to stay where they're at, not necessarily seven runs a game, but like playing you know scoring runs, like it's going to come down to this staff and I feel really good about Wheeler if they can get him some rest. I feel great about Gibby. I feel great about Suarez like we talked about last yes. pod. You know, it's going to come down to the guy who stunk again today, September Nola. Like and and really we don't even have to say September Nola this season because it's just been Aaron Nola yes. this season has been the the classic September Nola like I'm concerned. Like that's coming out of today, super exciting, awesome win. I'm I'm like Super excited about this team. I'm hopeful again. Like, I'm not gonna say that. Oh, no, like, come on. Yo, look, look, look. I'm in on this team. I'm mm. I'm fully in. Mm. I'm excited. Mm. I, I believe that they are going to play meaningful games in the September. Like <laughs> I said, they're gonna be in it. I can't say I like think they're gonna win the division, but no. it's only because I've been hurt so much. Yeah. They definitely can win the division. And I'm all in. I'm excited again. Like I don't feel hurt anymore. I don't feel like an idiot for believing. What I what I'm going to do is just not fully go to where we went before where we were like oh they're winning this division it's over because it's totally not and it's it's a real fight this september but like to your point before jack like this is exciting this is exciting september baseball and and if they're gonna make this happen with the lineup they're rolling out there like aaron nola has to be better yeah and you know it's just a shame um because actually all right obviously he pitched bad today but he actually did I thought he actually showed some good signs um, for the most part, and then kind of just fell apart with the the Soto stuff and and whatnot. And by the way, speaking of intentionally walking people, like can we just start walking Juan Soto? I mean, what a, uh, same same point I made about Harper before yeah. applies to this Nationals lineup. Like, there's nobody else in the lineup. What are you doing? Yeah. Walk him every time. I thought his fastball command was still really good to the outside, um, to glove side. Didn't have it uh, inside the righties as much, but I thought at least. He still had the glove side command on his fastball, which I think is massive. I just, think I just didn't think his curveball was bad today. So, yeah, it stinks that he did it today, but I, I'm actually not super down on Nola after today. Like, 
for me, it all comes back to his ca- uh, fastball command, and I thought he had that today. I just thought he had a bad curveball, and I don't think he used it in the right spots. So I would be more out on Nola if the fastball command was still bad. But at the, at the moment, I'm not like I'm not like super disappointed in him. If that if that like if that makes any sense. <laughs> Okay, I'll be super disappointed for both of us. Like, okay. Whatever. I get what you're saying, that you're, like, hopeful, but he still sucked today. Yeah, no. And he still has sucked. His ERA is 4-5, man. Yeah, like, but his last— Really? His three of his last four starts have been much, much, much better. Like, that's all I'm like saying. He was, like, five and a third, two runs last time. Much like, better. He was better, but it wasn't— But again, like, like, look, like, think about it this way. And this may sound crazy to say, but— if they find a way to get to the playoffs, and obviously anything can be changed by how they have to get to the playoffs, how this month goes, do they have to play one game playoff? Do they have to fight till the last day? All that stuff. Can they set up the rotation? But in an ideal world, like obviously Wheeler's your game one starter. I wouldn't want Nolan game Mm-mm. two. I would absolutely start Gibby in game two over him. I just trust that guy more right now. And get this, Jack. I'd ra- I swear to God, if I were making these decisions, I would start Ranger Suarez in game three and Nolan game four if that's the way it shook out. Like, I just think those guys are better pitchers right now. Totally agree. I totally agree with you. Wow, nice. No pushback. Well, I just, the, you push back on me a bit. Well, no, I don't. I just, I don't, I don't feel it. I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Wheeler will be good. Uh, Although, yeah, I mean, I think Wheeler would be fine. I, dude, I just, I just trust Ranger Suarez no matter what. Like, me it, too. Dude, me the, I, I, I can't get over it. Like every time I'm just so impressed with this guy. He's like the coolest, coldest, calmest guy on the team. Dude, I'll never like, maybe it was this series. Yeah, I think it was a series or maybe it was. No, I think it was actually Sunday against uh, the Diamondbacks. But um, like he was pitching and like he had a ball hit right back to him. He caught it, obviously. And like he just like started like almost juggling it on the way off the field. It's like, what is this? Like it's just it's crazy. So like I I fully trust him in big moments. And then first off, I do love that you're calling him Gibby. Like I'm like the I like that you're already oh, there. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm all in. I was in on that immediately. Gibby, like, yeah. More or less, the moment he got traded here, he was Gibby to me. I've been waiting forever to have a Gibby. All right, Jack. Wow. It's such a great nickname. Like, it is give a good me a Gibby. nickname. Yeah, it's a good nickname. I agree. So and uh, it's a baseball nickname. Like it doesn't work for other sports. Like. Like Antonio Gibson in Washington as a running back can't be Gibby. Like yeah, it just doesn't work. Him. Yeah, but um, like baseball works, man. So and uh, and it's just like I, I think he's gonna. You have to find the guys who are gonna give you the best chance at, at six innings and less than three runs. And and those three guys have that that you know better than Nola right now. Uh, obviously, you definitely have to see how Suarez finishes out September, just because he's a young guy yeah. hasn't been in the situation. But yeah, honestly, like and honestly, if it comes down to it. I would probably rather have a Wheeler in a game four on three days rest than, than Nola. Yeah. So no, yeah, it's a really good point. And it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It really, Jack, when you think about playoff Nola, like any, any long time listener of this podcast knows that phrase. Like it's crazy to have this conversation right now. I know. I know. Yeah. Bring yeah. me back to 2018 Fenway start. <laughs> I know. I have just, 2018 period, like wow, that guy. He was the he was third in Cy Young, Dude, he had like and a two, he three, lost, yeah to two like elite seasons. Like like he could have won the Cy Young in other years. He had a Cy Young caliber season, and and now he's this, and it's like he's not much older. He's not, you know. It's just it's strange to see how how much he's fallen off this year. Like, I it just, really is. I just think it's so sickening that we go from Wentz. To Simmons, to Nolan. I know, I know. In three I hate, straight I years. I hate all these guys. I, hate, I like. Uh, I can't even. 
I can't even think rationally about Ben Simmons and how much I hate that guy. And I can't think rationally about Carson Wentz. What a loser. But I did, I will say that one thing that gives me hope, and I know this is, you know, Jack, sometimes we take hope from tangible, factual, statistical type of things that, right. you know, are reasonable and whatnot. But this is one of those um, ethereal, um, unexplainable, not real type of things. But I always said in, and I'm not, this is not a Phillies are win the World Series this year because I don't think that. But okay. I always thought that when the Eagles finally won their Super Bowl, when like it, whenever it happened in our lifetime, it would be an improbable way that it happened. It would be something where like, of course it would happen in this ridiculous, absurd way. And it did. Like that actually happened, obviously with Foles and the whole thing. Like, it would be such an absurd thing to end this 10-year playoff drought with this season and this team on the field now the way it is. Like, with this lineup, with with Matt Vierling and Bonifacio and, you know, all these guys playing meaningful games in September and, and Aaron Nola being the four in the rotation as far as we're concerned in September. Like, it would be funny. Like, it would feel somewhat appropriate to end this playoff drought with a team like this and this kind of unexpected up and down, finally get it done type of season. Are you calling them a wacky, wonderful bunch of throwbacks? I am, buddy. Wow. I am. Like the Did 90s. Did you just come up pills? with that too? All by myself. All you by myself. Fire today. No man. one, no one has ever wow. uttered that sentence about a Let previous the- about a previous <laughs> Phillies team. <laughs> no one. Oh, this man. podcast could not be more on fire. <laughs> no, it's just it's uh, like put it in the podcast hall of fame right this, now. This podcast is playing the nationals. Yeah. <laughs> Except we were never down. We just did crushed them. Like we no. didn't even need to come back. Yeah. By the way, at this I think it was at this point in twenty eleven, the twenty eleven Phillies were forty two games over five hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> we really took that for granted, didn't we? We did, man. Especially, you know. <laughs> Thank God we won one. Like in hindsight, you know, everyone's like, oh, we should have won more. Like, yo, thank God we won one. That's the way I look at it. I know there are a lot of people who don't, but being a Philadelphia sports fan, and again, to what we just talked about, I mean, Jack, as you like to point out, I'm incredibly old. And mm-hmm. in fact, we are 23 days from me turning 40. Oof. <laughs> you had a good run, kid. Do know, are like, forty-year-olds allowed? Are forty-year-olds allowed to host podcasts? I don't think so. I, the guy, this is it. 20, you guys got me for twenty-three more days, and then we have to find a youngster uh, to come in and thank God, you know, someone who really knows what they're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. But um, as a, as a, you know, the the resident old guy 40? here. Yeah, I'm gonna be forty. Isn't that crazy? Um, as a almost forty-year-old. I've won two titles that I remember. The Sixers won in 1983 when I was like a year and a half old. Like, that doesn't count. Wow, so you're a fraud? Yeah, exactly. I've had two titles, Jack. So, like, I don't take any for granted. And I think, you know, to your point, we did maybe take how good that team was. And just, like, like after the last 10 years, like, I just treasure the opportunity to go to the playoffs, making the playoffs, having a baseball team that wins on a regular basis that doesn't drive us crazy. And obviously that's not been the case a lot of times this year, but like it is a great point that like, even though they only won one and and people kind of give them crap for it, like that run of excellence was 
something we shouldn't take for granted, especially right now. So on Philly's like, yeah, I, uh, I know it's the only time in their history, Jack. <laughs> wow. Like that's it. Well, no, I mean, I mean I, I, well, in the late seventies, the early eighties, that's it. They'd have two runs of excellence, and then they've had some outlier teams like ninety three and fifty and all that stuff. But like they've only had two sustained runs of excellence in their history. Well, at least they've only been around since eighteen eighty three. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I actually so uh, me and Jill went over to my parents for dinner on Sunday, and. I don't know how it came up, but I literally uttered the sentence like, I just want to see one more Phillies like World Series in my life. Like that's if I'm looking for life goals, I just want one more World Series like that because I, I legitimately not sure I'm going to see it. Like I, I know it'll probably happen, um, <laughs> but I'm not like 100 percent sure it's going to. happen. No, nor should you be again to the point. I mean, they've only won two since 1883. The actual odds say it probably won't, you know? yeah. but I think they will. But I mean, like they've won two since 1883. Yeah, they both. <laughs> yeah, of both, you can't say for sure they're gonna win one. Both my parents and Jill were like, "Really?" And I was like, "Not really." <laughs> like I thought a lot about what I would do if they wouldn't want yeah. if they won another I, I World Series. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. I really do feel that way. I, I, and obviously, like I'm sure as I get older, and I'm sure you'll have this too when you have kids and stuff. Like someday, uh, you know, I would love to see Zoe be able to see them win a title and all that stuff. Mm. But like, you know. All that, but like, I just want one more. I just, I want to, now that we did it once and it was like, so like the first one was so amazing, but also so weird. Cause it was our first, like, we didn't even know what to do. We didn't know how to act. We didn't know how to respond. Like I want one more, like with the experience under my belt to like really savor it and to really like, you know, remember it and all that, you know, if you had to bet right now, do they win a world series in your forties? might be the most depressing question anyone's ever asked me in my life on so many levels like that question is just levels of depressing for me um way to bring the pot down buddy um you know what uh bleep it i was about to curse but i didn't bleep it i'm gonna say yes jack okay. i'm an optimistic guy i'm not gonna go into my 40s thinking the phillies aren't gonna get me a title <laughs> oh god get zoe and james a title for, for cripe's sake. I, I I wish that I had real conviction in that answer, Jack. I wish I had been like, you're GD right, they're going to. Of course they're going to. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 40s. Thank that God. Wait, what, what else? What else? Now I'm all like flustered from, from having to think about being 50 in 10 years and, and whether the Phillies are going to win a title in that time. It's great. Well, at least they've won six happy, straight. Happy, Yes. Back to the present. That's the move. Six straight. I think we just it. spent the last 10 minutes thinking about the next, you know, 10 years of our lives and seeing how things are going to play out. Oh, Let's you'll get it kids. back to the Phils. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to. You'll at some point I'll be making jokes about you being old when I'm like super old super and then old. it'll be like reverse funny, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's something that's something to look forward to. That's exactly you know? right, pal. Way to keep <laughs> yeah. things way to keep things in perspective. Yeah, I know. We need it. We needed it, buddy. We needed a little perspective. All right. Let's get it back to the Phillies, as they say. Um, all right, like so we're in the stretch run here, obviously. Like it's you know, there's twenty nine games left. It's September, like What's your, I'm going to go, you, we yeah. just did the let's get back to the Phillies. I'm going to go super old school sports radio on you. Well, Jack Fritz, what's your confidence level in the Phillies? Dude, right. 215-592-9494. <laughs> <laughs> um, my confidence level in the Phillies? 
10. I mean, obviously, they're, everything's fine. Um, no, I, I, my comp, <laughs> here's, here's my confidence level. I am confident that that Brave series at the end of the year is going to make or break the season. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like that's, and I don't think it, I don't think at any point they're going to be, I don't think at any point in the last month they're going to be four games out. I don't think at any point in the last month they're going to be four games up. Like, it's just going to, it's going to come down to that last weekend. I don't think they're going to fall on their face. I don't think they're going to run away with it. I don't think they're going to, you know, just, well, this, this might, this might go back to haunt me, but famous last words coming. I don't think they're going to crap down their legs and, and just have, and, oh, and, and buddy, not yeah. win and not win a game in the last week of the season to try to make the playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah. That's I just, a bold statement. I think I think they found their groove here a little bit. I believe the starting rotation that alone would be progress, yes. right, Jack? <laughs> I, be- I believe in the starting rotation more this year than I did last year, and I believe in the bullpen more than this year than last year. Yeah. I the 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 lineup is just something I like, I have no idea how they're scoring right now, and 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 that's not to rain on every everyone's parade. I just have no idea how they can keep this up because, like, even when Didi comes back, they're adding a, a, a two twelve hitter to the lineup. Sweet, like yeah. It's like, are we sure Didi's a better hitter than Torres? Torres or Freddie? Um, I mean, I mean, Torres is statistically has been a better hitter than Didi this year, which is ridiculous. Yeah, have a heavy year, kid. Um, I know. Yeah. But yeah, so which is hilarious because we're like he's batting like two sixty. Oh, we're like have a year, Ronald. Yes. Um, it's his birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Ronnie. Oh, shout yeah. out to Ron. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just like yeah, I trust them enough to stay in. I don't think they're gonna completely fall apart. I think the starting staff's too good. I I just have no idea. I have no idea about the about the lineup. Like I just don't think that they are talented enough to consistently do this. But they've also scored what. Like seven straight runs, seven games, yeah, or five straight ridiculous. games of seven runs or more, or six. Or, actually, wait, is it no, seven? Seven now? Wow, hey, it's ridiculous. Think, it's uh, no, d- yes, yeah, it started last Friday six, night. Yeah, it's six straight games with seven, or no, six or seven, but seven or more. And I, well, it's been exactly seven here outside of, outside of Wednesday, which they scored twelve, or so, outside of Tuesday, they scored twelve. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, but they lost one. That's why I was thrown off. Yeah. So yes, it's been seven straight games where they scored seven runs, except except for the one game they scored twelve. So right. seven, 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 twelve, seven, seven, whatever. Yeah, yeah very fun. So, so it's unbelievable with the worst with the you know quotes worst lineup they've had all year. It's 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 unbelievable. Like it really. I I've probably said that word like twenty times this pod because it. I'm just. I can't, Jack, I didn't think. And and mea culpa, my bad. Like you said, I should have been more in on him. I'm a coward, Jack. <laughs> but like, did any, I mean, I just didn't think we'd be sitting here talking about this right now. And it's awesome. Like, it is awesome. I'm super excited. Yes, and, and me too. Um, and honestly, just the fact that it's September, we got meaningful baseball. Um, I hope the bank reflects that. And uh, I'll take it. Like, it, I hope they make the playoffs. I'm dying for them to make the playoffs. But I'm just glad that, you know, they, they righted the ship here a little bit. They're beating up on bad teams. They're having comebacks. They're doing all that stuff. Like, that's good. And honestly, it's, it's important for the growth of this team because they got to figure out how to win together, and they're kind of doing that right now. And I like that it's the kids, too. Like, I like that the kids are coming through and they're they're having some big moments. So um, it's not just the, the stars showing up. It's 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 the depth pieces as well. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And, uh Again, I don't know how they're doing it, but I'm excited to see if they can keep doing it. And it's just, it's fun, man. It's fun. I didn't, it looked like we weren't going to have a fun September. And, you know, again, 
dangerous statements, but I think yeah. we're going to have a fun September. And to your point, like even if they can just make it a fun September and not to steal your phrase earlier, crap down their leg in September. I mean, that that alone is progress. It's a big, so. That's a big step for this baseball yeah. team. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a thought. I mean, this All would right, be take... the th- fourth straight disaster September, 18, 19, yeah. Oh, yeah, if yeah. they did it. Yeah, it's 18, 19, 20. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Ever, ever since no. Reese had like 100 homers in September of 17. I know, I know, I know. Back when the games didn't matter. Nope. That everything. was sadly the most fun September moments of the last five years. Is the best September moment of the last five years the Altair homer off Kershaw? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Or three, I guess three I, times. I guess Nola versus Harper, but Yeah, but you know, it's it's uh it's skewed by the later September moments that followed. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, take back. All right. Oh, uh, I'm not one to rip Scott Fransky. Why who who would ever rip mm. Scott Fransky? Well, I, where are we going with this? This but is I, I about mean, as unexpected a lead as I can imagine. <laughs> and Scott, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, in the ninth inning today, Kiebert Ruiz hits that ball. And I thought it was like, oh, it's definitely game over. Like the Nats just walked it off. And the two bulls camped under it. You know, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't need... I didn't need that heart attack in the ninth inning from Scott Fransky. So. Oh, so this is great that you said this because I... Was driving with Zoe when the game ended. I was picking her up to Prevery at home because obviously it's you know tough out there with you know traffic and seventy six six seventy six closed all that. But yep. but I was listening and I had the exact same reaction. Yeah, I know. Like when he started it, like it was like I thought it was gone. I was like, oh my god, they just walked it off against us. Like what a devastating turn of events. I was about to start cursing Ian Kennedy out my car. And you're right. And then he's like, oh, and Odubel's underneath it, and uh, okay, we're good. Like it was like I'm. This is a great point, yeah. and I love Scott Fransky, but it was terrifying. Well, it didn't so. help that he had friends in the back being like, "Oh, come on, come on, you don't need to, you don't need to ruin our days." I know, I'm so with you. I really thought that's. I'm so happy you brought this out. Um, I saw the pitching matchup for this weekend in Miami, and it's like so favorable towards the Phillies, and I was like, "Oh, this is terrible." Like I just had a, I had like a cold, <laughs> like a cold shiver down my spine. I was like, "Oh, here we go. No, they're not going to do this to yeah. us again." Yeah, I know. I I I can't even really think rationally about this weekend series. <laughs> well, I think I said on the I think I said on the air in the post game show, like, yeah, we haven't had that. Uh, we haven't had that disaster Marlins series this year, which yeah. could, which could be which my is, famous last word. This words. is like you know, like right around the time of nineteen to eleven, oh. eleven too. Like we're right in that range, you know. You had so. to bring up. You had to bring up nineteen to. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> You brought 19 to 11. I didn't bring 19 to 11. You brought the disaster series in 1911. Is what you think about when you think about the most disaster series. Yeah, that and the uh, the Marte ball off Workman. I, I oh, will never God. get over that. Uh, just beat the freaking Marlins this weekend, guys. <laughs> please, like, please, 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 please. Uh, one of my other takeaways from today, and I think it's actually really important uh, for the stretch run here, but I really thought Sam Coonrod looked great. And I think, Me too. I, I think he's definitely more back than he was. Like, I think. Maybe the spider attack thing affected him. Like immediately after spider attack went away, he had like an elbow thing, and the same thing happened to Glass now. And unfortunately, Glass now needed his uh, season shut down. But uh, but uh, Kunra was able to kind of work his way back. So you know maybe he's healthy now, healthier than he was. And because uh, b- before you know when spider attack was still in or whatnot, he was a massive piece for this bullpen. And if they can get him in for the stretch, and I thought it was, he, I thought he was great today. Legitimate four seamer back to 100 miles an hour and. Um, 101 at one point, I think, too. That's 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 what you need out of him. So yeah. that could be a massive, no. massive I mean, bounce back. We loved him early in the season. I mean, 
you know, he was a really, really big piece of the bullpen. And one of the reasons we were excited about the team early on, because the bullpen seemed so much better. Yeah. If they can get something from him, if he can be regain that April, May form, I mean, that would be like huge, really huge. Uh, it's with, with Reese being out, Andrew McCutcheon being in the four hole, it would just be, and, and kind of taking and run with it would be great. Cause they need, they, for as much as we love Torres and, and the guys at the bottom of the lineup kind of coming through, they need that other guy that can drive and run to the top of the lineup. And it looks like McCutcheon's ready to do that. And now just lengthen this lineup a lot. So, you know, Kutch had a huge day today. He's, the bats looked quicker, I want to say, the last three games. So, um, if they can get him back to being the Kutch that we saw a little bit ago and he can kind of take the mantle from Reese as the guy that's going to drive in some runs and get some big hits. They need that because the, 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 like Bryce needs protection if he's going to continue to do what he's done. So uh, I thought today was a massive step from McCutcheon. I would like to see him in the four hole more. Even yeah, though he wasn't yes, yesterday too with the uh, like that moonshot home run, like when they really needed it too. Um, and obviously the double was huge today. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And look, I mean, McCutcheon like, is the only guy in the lineup other than Harper who can be that, you know, who can be that, that masher. And, and look there again from June 1st or whatever, until he got hurt, McCutcheon was literally one of the best hitters in baseball legitimately. Like, so, you know, he's already shown this season that, you know, he's, we know he's not the old Andrew McCutcheon, but he still has these stretches in him. And if he can give him one here, it it could go a, a long way towards getting him the playoff yeah. jack. And I know he wasn't in the four hole today, but because JT was, but JT's just not a four hole hitter to me. Yeah. And if I was if I was the manager, I would put McCutcheon there. So because um, they, they just need him. And also, like quick side note, the the Patrick Corbin like sixty five mile an hour curveball is the most joke pitch in baseball. Like major league hitters should crush that pitch. I know it's like kind of a you know change of pace, but it's, it's so stupid. Like just throw the slider, uh, Patrick Corbin. They're paying him what eighty-two million dollars over the next three uh, years. I mean, they won a World Series, so it's like hard to rip that contract. But what a disaster contract! And then you pair it with uh, you could definitely rip the Strasburg one because they won the World Series, then gave him the contract. Yeah. And that one looks like it might be the worst in baseball, or one of them. So Reese back to the NLCS. <laughs> Can he be? They just put him on the sixty day. Uh, I don't know. He had surgery. Yeah. Well, listen, pal. We need you back for the NLCS. <laughs> I mean, I will say it did seem like even though he was like clearly hurt enough to end his season, whenever he played, he was able to knock bomb. Dude, I know. <laughs> it's like he's hitting tank shots and then he goes in the field. And then he like can't move yeah. in the field. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, James, I have a question for you. Yes. Why was today the biggest game of the season? Ooh. Or why was today's game so important? How about that? Well, I mean, obviously, there are many reasons. They're they're every game is important. Yeah, down the stretch, uh, yeah. they came back from six nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm assuming you have some weird reason, so give it to me. Yesterday's rain out means that they didn't travel today, which means they don't have they didn't spend a full day in Miami. He- heading into a Marlins. Ah, look at you. Which hopefully that that's a really good point, Jack. Which hopefully means they don't come out super slow tomorrow. And a day game, so they get there. You know, they well, dear Girardi saying, "Well, we got in at three a.m., so this guy's unavailable tonight." None of that crap. Like you're getting in early, you'll be there, you'll be good to go. Yeah, go win some games in Miami. Like win some freaking games in Miami. All right. 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that they won a game today with there was only 600 people there and they're able to like create their own energy. <laughs> How empty was that park? Oh, it's terrible. Like, when you get shots of like the pitcher from multiple angles and literally from like multiple angles, you don't see a single person in the stands. It's pretty crazy. I think the Nationals announced 12,000 today and there was definitely no more than 500 people there. So, yeah, max. <laughs> so, the, I'm I mean, getting the fact that they were able to do that against, you know, you know, they're able to create that energy. Hopefully they can do the same down in Miami. Oh, we're all the Nationals fans. We just won a World Series. Oh, Natitude. Oh, we <laughs> beating Philadelphia isn't as hard as Philadelphians say it is. Uh, good job, losers. Anyway. This this year it was, huh? Yep. Nine, nine and one against them in Washington or whatever. Oof. Insane. Uh, Rafael Marshawn can stay, man. Like, Dude, in. Love him behind the plate. Love the way he calls games. Uh, I love that he only hits homers in the big leagues and saves them all for up here and doesn't waste them in the minor leagues. I think that's important. Um, and like I just like I just like his his actions back there. Um, he seems like the perfect guy to kind of back up JT for the next decade. Yeah, and also I mean I like a tight, concise swing. You know I, I like the way he like he doesn't feel like an automatic out the way. Another backup catcher this year has felt. Sorry, I won't hate on him, but thank you. Um, you know, he doesn't feel like an automatic out, and yeah, the home run thing is ridiculous. But um, and he's clearly fantastic defensively, and I liked the JT at first, him buying the plate thing today. I, I can, I can roll with that. You know, obviously Miller's going to play some first too, but I, but I can roll with that. Yeah, I mean, I would like him to hit more for the twenty five million he's getting paid this year, but whatever. Well, of course, <laughs> but the point is, I mean, you know. I don't think it's that, you know, much of an offensive or that much of a lineup downgrade if you put JT at first and and you know keep his bat in the lineup. Yeah. But I agree. Look, ideally, well, okay, how about this? How about this? Against righties, Miller first. Against lefties, well, that JT. was my thought. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what his ceiling is, but dude, Veerling can Veerling can hit. I mean, he, that guy. I mean, he he, he had five balls on Monday, uh, Tuesday night. They were all over 105 miles an hour off the bat. Now, some of them were driven into the ground, which is very bomish. But um, like he can, he that guy can hit. I don't know. I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't know where he's at long term. I don't know if maybe you know they do a left field platoon next year with whoever else, like whatever. But that guy, that guy impressed me. Impressed me this week for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know uh, he's hit pretty well. Uh, Every time he's got an opportunity, he's played like six games or whatever with the Phils this year. A couple off the bench, but you know, he's he's come through. I so, think he's seven for twelve sure. on the year. See, there you go. Yeah. I mean, batting title. Now, I have long stated that the um that the Clearwater Threshers were my favorite team in the entire Phil system. Um, but at the moment, they've been replaced by the Jersey Shore uh blue calls because Oh wow. They called up Luis Garcia, Johan Rojas, and Griff McGarry today. Jersey Shore, and that just makes me straight up giddy. So the Phils win six straight. My three favorite prospects go to go to uh, high A. Bryce Stott's hitting like five hundred. Everything's great in prospect land. <laughs> it's good to hear, buddy. It yes. makes me happy. Luis, Car- it'd be nice to get something out of a Luis Garcia. Oh wait, we did today. Thank you, Luis Garcia. Yep, yep. The most the most a Luis Garcia has helped out a Phillies team <laughs> ever. I mean, that was phenomenal. I mean, what a horrendous error. Like, oh, that was just, just in that spot, that's about as bad as they come. Yes, just dreadful. So, um, man, what a day. What a baseball what a team. Day. What a season. What a day. What a 
day. I, I, I just, I can't believe I'm hopeful again. Like, I don't know how they pulled this off. It's pretty exciting, man. Like, I really was like, like getting apathetic about them, you know, on a night to night basis. Obviously we watch them, we talk about them, we're going to pay attention, but like, I really, that stretch, the, you know, whatever it was, they lost 12 of 16, like towards the end of it, like I just was really feeling very hopeless about this team. And Jack, the hopes are higher, buddy. That's good to hear. Everyone out there is just like, thank God James is not out. <laughs> oh, I'm, I guarantee you I'm not the only one, my friend. I think a lot of us were feeling the way I was feeling. I was just honest enough to admit it. Bunch of cowards. Bunch of, bunch of cowards. Yeah. One yeah. member of this podcast never doubted this baseball team. Yes, that is exactly what happened. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. You got any final thoughts? Uh, I don't. I don't. I hope to see some people out of Four Fingers on Saturday. We're having a nice little cornhole tournament, and uh, we're hanging out and having a good time. So enjoy your Labor Day weekend, pal. You too, buddy. And to everyone out there, and again, anyone you know going through stuff, we're, we're thinking about you. Our, our thoughts are with you, and we hope for the best. And uh, Jack, I will end it with this. Who let the pills get hot? Mm, some AAA teams did, buddy. <laughs> He's read some sounds. We'll see you later.